0: Welcome and greetings, career-minded superstars. You are listening to the exclusive Career Coach, your podcast for all things career. And I'm Lisa Edwards, the indispensable career coach for superstars just like you. Now let's dig into this week's topic, shall we? Greetings, guys. Hey, it's the last episode of this month where we've been covering all things interview. So we have covered... The tell me about yourself question, the strengths and weaknesses question. Last week we talked about the behavioral interview. And today I want to talk about the questions to ask the interviewer. So you've got to have questions to ask the interviewer. It shows a complete lack of interest in the position if you don't. But what I see very often, especially with entry-level candidates, is that their questions are either simplistic and I'm I'm going to go into a little more detail about what I mean by that. They're either simplistic or they are kind of canned questions. They're not questions that are based on what you really want to know. They show a very surface level understanding of the company, of the position, whatever the situation may be. And I really want you to do a much more well-thought-out interview question. So we're going to talk about how to do that. So my first tip for developing these questions is for it to be an organic question. So I'm always a little, um, I don't know exactly how I want to answer a question when when a potential candidate or a client asks me, what questions should I ask the interviewer? Because I don't, I think we're putting the cart before the horse. I want your questions to be an organic outcropping of the research that you've done. You have researched the company, the industry, the department, whatever it is, the product maybe, so thoroughly that you're going to naturally have some questions. And these are questions that are based on what do you want to know in order to evaluate this company, in order to decide if you want to work there. It's not just about impressing the interviewer with a question, but you really want to know. And I have to go back a lot of years for the last time I had a job interview but when I went up to Truman State University when I interviewed for there, I was going to be moving my family a thousand miles to a state I'd never lived in into a very rural area of the country. I had really good questions that I wanted to ask them before I knew whether I wanted to do that, I wanted to make that move. And so I really did a lot of homework and my questions were based on that research. So number one is to make it organic. Number two, is to show your existing knowledge. So a question that incorporates what you already know relative to that subject is always going to make you sound more intelligent. So for example, uh, if you wanna know about maybe a company's customer service, um, and you could ask, tell me about your customer service philosophy. But a better question would be, when researching your company, I discovered you are widely recognized as the number one in customer service in your space. To what do you attribute your reputation for exceptional customer service? So you see, I've incorporated what I already knew about their customer service. I knew they were number one. I knew that they provided exceptional customer service, but I I don't know kind of what the secret sauce is, and that's the question I'm asking. So number two, show your existing knowledge as you ask your question. And then number three, make sure you're asking the right person so if you're going to what is called a serial interview that means you're going to have an interview maybe with the direct boss. You're going to have an interview maybe with the colleagues. You might have an interview with the HR person. You might even have an interview with the boss's boss. There may be several different groups of people or individuals that you're going to interact with throughout the day or sometimes over a multi-day period in a serial interview, and you want different interview questions for each one of them. So I recommend that you think of two or three for each group, and I'm going to kind of help you to know how to navigate that here in a minute. So in terms of asking the right person the right question, when you're interviewing with someone from HR, a question about benefits is, is completely appropriate. If you ask that individual about the department uh, culture, probably isn't going to know anything about it. If you ask them about, you know, the boss's leadership style, they may not know anything about that. If you're interviewing with your prospective direct boss, ask that person about what's the company culture like, what's the department culture like, what are you working on currently, what are your goals for the department, what are the biggest challenges that you think I would have in this job. If you're interviewing with a potential coworker, then that's your opportunity to ask them about this boss, what's his or her leadership style, communication style, Uh, strengths and weaknesses, any of those kinds of things. So make sure you're asking the right questions of the right person. My fourth suggestion to you is to write these questions down. So most of you know what a pad folio is. It's got the legal pad in it. You've got some, you know, pockets. This is a place for you to collect business cards, bring a few extra hard copies of your resume, and have your questions written down. So if I go back to that last interview that I had, I had a page of questions that I, you know, three to five questions that I, mine was a really long interview. So I had three or five, three to five questions for each person. So the direct boss, HR was in there, the, the team that I would be leading, um, there was a group of faculty that I was gonna meet with, and I had different questions for each one of them. Again, based on my organic research. Now, let me kind of walk you through how this might play out in terms of how you actually ask these questions. So the interviewer will say to you, do you have questions for us? And you say, well, as a matter of fact, I do. I have several written down. Do you mind if I refer to my notes? They are, of course, going to say yes. This is just courtesy that you're asking for permission to open up this padfolio and and look at your notes. So let's just say that the first question in your list has already been answered in the interview. So you could say, oh, I was going to ask you about your uh, performance evaluation procedure, but you've already covered that. So my next question is, the reason that I like acknowledging that is I think it, again, speaks to your intelligence. You had a really good question. You kind of want to get the points that you had the question ready, even though it's already been answered. So you're acknowledging, here was a question I had. Thank you. You've already answered it. So my next question is this. And then I would also ask, if appropriate, and if you want to, if you can take notes on their answers. Um, So feel free to add. Again, they're going to say yes, but it's just a courtesy. Can I take notes? Would it be all right if I took notes? And you can jot a few things down, so particularly maybe around, you know, the benefits or some of the the challenges for the department. And these are things that, if you make some notes, that may come in very handy if you have to have a second or third interview before the decision is made. Really nice to have that, um, you know, jotted down. So in general, let's talk about kind of topics that are good for asking the interviewer. Again, I want this to be organic, so I don't want you to ask real, I don't recommend real straightforward, like, what is the, what are what is your department's greatest challenges? If you can weave in, you know, let's just say this typically happens towards the interview end of the interview. So you might say to the interviewer, well, you've spoken to me recently about you've had a fair amount of turnover in the department and that, that that's caused some challenges for you as the leader, and I'm wondering... Based on that, what are those challenges specifically? How is this turnover creating challenges for you? So you're weaving in the knowledge that you already have. But again, some general kind of areas to ask interviewers' own experience with the company. So regardless of who you're interviewing with, it can be very telling. First of all, people like to talk about themselves. But also it can be telling to kind of hear how long have they been with the company? How did they start out? Um, maybe a little bit about their educational and and experience background, it can be very helpful. The company or the department's greatest challenges, expectations for the first 30 or 60 or 90 days on the job. What do you think the greatest rewards are for working in this company or in this department? What is the company's support of continuing education? So something like a master's degree, will they allow you to finish your bachelor's degree? I really like to ask that question if you know there is some sort of support, it can be a really uncomfortable position (laughs) to be in. If you ask, you know, do you support, you know, continuing education? Do you pay for higher education or whatever? And they say, no, it's kind of awkward. So you want to know that they have something and maybe you're just asking for the specifics of how it, you know, when does it kick in? How does it pay out? What kind of degrees does it pay for? All that kind of stuff. Also, this is a great question if you can ask it early on, would be a description of the ideal candidate for the position. That can be very telling and it can kind of help you to shape your answers in a way that will serve you better. So in general, I want you to stay away from asking questions about salary, vacations, or paid time off. Now again, if you're in with you know the HR person and the topic kind of comes up about you know vacation dates or something and you want to clarify, like they say, a certain number of PTO and you want to know how is that broken out does it matter if it's sick leave or vacation there's nothing wrong with that but when you bring up a lot of these non work related questions right off the bat it makes it sound like you don't really want the job you just want the benefits or the time off or that kind of thing also specific coverage of medical benefits that might reveal a pre existing condition right so you know, if you were to talk to the HR person and they're telling you about the medical benefits, and you say, well, does that, you know, cover a certain kind of disease, or what about if, you know, a child with certain disease or a spouse, then you're kind of tipping your hand that you have that. And some companies may want to shy away from that because it might create more of a burden on their insurance and, and more expense in their insurance. Also, anything that might have a negative connotation. So, You know, if you know that the company had a recent credit ratings drop, uh, I wouldn't ask a question about that. I I sure would do my homework to find out what's going on there and is this something that could affect my uh, longevity with the company, the longevity of the company itself. I want to know what's going on there, but I don't want to ask that question in an interview. It's awkward. And also anything else that might reveal personal information about you, so um, negative personal information. So we talked about health. uh, We talked about family member health, it could be any other kind of thing that, that might work against you to ask a question. To wrap this up, there to me, there's a world of difference between the candidate who asks kind of those canned interview questions and the candidate who has clearly done her homework, has questions relative to that homework, shows her what she does know about the company relative to the question that she's asking and is asking very targeted questions that she really actually wants to know the answer. It's not about impressing the interviewer with my question. It's about, I need to know this in order to evaluate whether I want to work here. Those are the most effective questions. This is supposed to be a two-way exchange of information. And I think a lot of times when you are an entry-level candidate, you don't really understand that. But this is a two-way exchange. So just as they are evaluating you, you should be evaluating them. And these questions can really help you get at what you need to know in order to make that evaluation. So I hope this has been helpful, all of the information around the interview uh, this month. next, The next three months, I don't know what we're going to be covering. I'm going to be working on that in the next um, couple of weeks while between the day that I'm airing this, the day that I'm recording this and the day that it airs, I will figure out what I'm going to cover for July, August, September, but I promise it will be fabulous. As always, I want to be your career coach. So ask me a question, shoot me an email, uh, schedule an appointment with me. If you have a career-related or job search-related question that I can help you with and you'd like that one-on-one assistance, you can do a 30-minute consult call with me. It's no charge. And I promise that I will give you at least two really good tips to move you forward in whatever it is that you're dealing with. And if if I think that I can help you further, I will tell you what that looks like, but of course there's no obligation. So you can look in the show notes for the link to my calendar. You can email me at lisa, L-E-S-A, at exclusivecareercoaching.com. Socials, you know, the things, LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, get on it, do it hook me up with a great review and a rating, and if there are any topics, I recently had someone reach out to me with what I thought was a really good topic that I hadn't thought of covering, actually, and so I said, hey, cool, and sometimes I have people who reach out to me who want to be on the podcast. I've got one of those that I'm recording in the next couple of weeks on a topic that I hadn't planned for, but it's really super good, and so I'm going to build that into the next, uh, three months. If you have a topic that you'd really like to hear more about in this career management job search space, shoot me a suggestion and, uh, I'll talk to you next week. Take care. You've been listening to the exclusive career coach with Lisa Edwards, CEO of exclusive career coaching. It would be great if you would rate review and subscribe to this podcast. Also, I want to be your career coach. So be sure to ask questions about your career management challenges and job search situation. Until next time.